T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Michigan is in for a couple of treats in the sky this month, thanks to the moon. But can the moon control more than just what you see in the sky? I think that humanity is always looking for answers for things, and people look for there to be reasons behind why an occurrence in their life is currently happening. We'll talk to a psychologist and an astronomer to figure out what the moon is and is not capable of doing. This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. Keep your eyes on the sky. We're starting off the month of August with a supermoon. And not just any supermoon, a sturgeon supermoon. We call this moon that's coming up the sturgeon moon, and it really has to do with the time of year that we're going to be seeing this moon. During different times of year, we call them different kinds of moons, and actually a lot of different cultures have different names for each of these full moons. For example, one of them, December. In December, we call that the cold moon because it's during one of our colder times of year. Forgive my ignorance, does that mean that all full moons are the same just depending on when they show up? Yes and no. So the full moons that we see up in the sky can be different, and some of them can be different sizes. So you've heard of the supermoon. The supermoon is when the moon is closest to us and is a full moon. That right there is the voice of Paulette Epstein. She's the staff astronomer at the Michigan Science Center in Detroit, and she's also a NASA solar system ambassador. This is her thing. The name Sturgeon Moon actually has a Great Lakes connection. The name came from the Algonquin tribe who coined the phrase because they found it easier to fish for sturgeon in the Great Lakes this time of year. Cultures have been captivated by the moon for thousands of years. So I asked Paulette, who is also captivated by the moon, why she thinks that is. The moon is one of those things that is ever-present in our nighttime sky. When we're looking up at the nighttime sky and we're looking at the sky itself and the moon, it's one of those things that people easily recognize and is always there for us. It's also our nearest neighbor, and so it's going to be a little bit easier for us to send spaceships and stuff like that to the moon than it is to other planets in our solar system because those planets are just so far away. And the 
moon in comparison is much, much closer to us. And we've sent a number of spacecraft there. We've actually had 12 astronauts step foot on the moon. And in 24, they plan on sending a crewed spacecraft around the moon. And then they're hoping to go back to the moon for good uh, shortly after that. The moon can be sort of a base for us to be able to do our inter-solar system exploration. Yes, people are fascinated by the moon, and they have been forever. But people also like to attribute the moon for being responsible for things like mood swings or other changes in behavior. Dr. Molly Gabriel Champagne, a clinical psychologist with McLaren Health, told me people are always searching for deeper meaning in things. I think that humanity is always looking for answers for things, and that gets ascribed to science, it gets ascribed to religion, it gets ascribed to magic. People look for there to be reasons behind why an occurrence in their life is currently happening. This happens with mental health workers. If you work in any mental health field and it gets near a full moon, everyone will tell you, oh, it's going to be crazy tonight because of the full moon, we're going to have you know, twice the number of admissions. Well, science and data doesn't support that, but that heuristic that has existed for so long absolutely does. And unfortunately, it actually has a background in kind of a sexist mentality, which was that due to lunar effects, that's where we get the word lunacy from, was that women's hormones were strongly affected by uh, kind of the moon cycles. And so that sexism has been pervasive and still affects us today. But like, just how powerful is the moon? I mean, can it control your mood? Paulette from the Science Center said that back in the day before city lights became pervasive, the addition of light from a full moon or lack of light from a new moon could have bearing on one's behavior. But these days, Dr. Gabriel Champagne says the impact is minimal at best. I would say to potentially a very, very minimal amount. There's small studies that have shown that it can affect people's sleep, not nearly as much as the placebo effect around the full moon affects people's sleep. There are certain mental health conditions that if somebody's sleep is affected can affect their mental health. They've done large studies on the effects of the full moon or of different moon cycles, and those have fairly consistently come back saying it doesn't actually have an effect, largely on psychiatric presentations, admissions into emergency departments or inpatient psychiatric units, but that there may be a small effect on people's sleep and that individuals with subset of bipolar disorder, if their sleep goes off, it can affect their bipolar disorder. Remember earlier, Paulette said the U.S. is bringing back its lunar program. A human has not landed on the moon since December of 1972. I was negative 13 years old at the time. But our fascination has never stopped. I wonder, as a science professional that deals in this sort of thing, how it makes you feel that they're going back to the moon. 
I'm really excited for them to go back to the moon. And one of the reasons that I'm really excited is because I'm really excited for people to be excited about space science again. There's a lot that goes into human exploration. And we have gotten a lot from engineering and from the moon programs and the shuttle programs and everything. It has helped us advance technology forward. And it helped us advance technology on a very short timeline during our moon program back in the 60s and 70s. I'm really excited to see what sort of technology comes out of the new things that we're doing and going back to the moon. And I'm also really excited again so that other folks are excited about space science again and can remember those moon landings of our own generation. I promise I didn't forget why we're here, because we're getting not one, but two lunar shows this month. Sometimes the moon is red, sometimes it's orange. Why? We'll see the moon in different colors um, because of where it is along through our atmosphere. So, for example, when you see what we call the harvest moon, that orangish color that you see, generally we see that when it's rising up above the horizon or it's setting. So you'll see it really close to the horizon appearing sort of an orangish color. And that's because the light from the sun is actually refracting through our atmosphere a little bit. And we only see the moon because of the light that it reflects from the sun. Now, a blood moon is a little bit different because a blood moon is actually what we call a lunar eclipse. The light from the sun is actually blocked by the Earth. And because that shadow is there, it gets much, much darker. It'll appear sort of a reddish color because it has a lot of atmosphere to go through. And sometimes it's not about colors at all. I mean, here in Michigan, nothing is more vibrantly blue than blue moon ice cream. But Paulette tells me there is nothing blue about an actual blue moon. The moon always appears sort of a grayish, bluish color. Blue moons are actually not blue at all. It doesn't refer to the color of the moon. It actually refers to the frequency at which it is a full moon. There's two definitions for blue moon. One of the definitions is that it is the fourth full moon in a season. So winter, spring, summer, and fall. That's one of the definitions. But the definition that we're going to be seeing at the end of the month is actually that this blue moon is the second full moon in a month. So we're having a full moon coming up tonight, and then we'll have another one at the very end of the month that we'll, we call a blue moon. And that's actually where that phrase comes from, once in a blue moon. They don't happen particularly often, so it's sort of a rare occurrence. There is something infinitely beautiful and powerful about the Earth's moon. It has captivated residents of this planet since the beginning. But just because it's awe-inspiring doesn't mean it has any bearing on your emotions. So next time you're cranky, do not blame it on the moon. Today's big thanks goes out to both Paulette Epstein and Dr. Molly Champagne. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Do you want that Daily J delivered right to you? Well, all you have to do is text WWJ to 20357 and you'll get it instantly. Message and data rates may apply. I'm Zach Clark, 
And this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.